0: Hello everybody welcome to the second episode here of the Car Talks segment on the All-American Sports Podcast. I'm your host Chris Carr, bringing you guys another brand new episode. Today, just talking about my hometown team, the Boston Red Sox, what their plans are for the rest of the season and next season. Once again, this is Car Talks. If you're new here, which you should be at least, relatively new, it's only the second episode, the first one I published uh, last week. Hopefully I I tried to improve it and let me know, but I tested it a few times I think the sound quality of this one is better. Um, I'm in the car. So it's casual. It won't be You know super professional sound quality microphone everything but Just simple stuff if you hear a blinker or a beep anything like that in the road Keep in mind. I am driving a car, but paying attention to the road at the same time while I'm talking Um, so Today, as I talked about talking about the Boston Red Sox, their plans for the end of the season, but mostly next season, and I'm just gonna jump right in. As a Red Sox fan, I'm gonna try to not be as biased as I can, but it's it's my hometown team, and you know, I'll hopefully, I'll bring some more special guests on here to weigh their input on this. And I talked about the Red Sox trade deadline. I'm gonna have more Boston-based focused episodes. You know, something like the Celtics. Um, you know preseason training camp same thing with the Patriots they're prepping something like that Um, today it's the Red Sox obviously it's been a confusing season this team is an absolute mess they're sitting comfortably in last place uh, of the American League East division right now behind even the Baltimore Orioles and you know we're going to talk mainly about the Red Sox next year and that's the key next year because this year is not their year it hasn't been really at all and you know, I'll talk mainly about Heim Bloom. I already published an episode, you know, about the trade deadline, all that, where I kind of ranted off. This isn't meant to be more of a. This isn't meant to be rant. More of just, you know, kind of just letting all of it out right now. And not. That's and all not bad, but you know, spreading positivity. What they, what I think they should and will do towards the end of the season, and how they will and should improve for next year. Um, But first of all, you know, we're going to talk about the general manager, I'm Bloom. And the the simple thing in baseball is, and especially in Boston, uh, you know, we're spoiled fans. We are spoiled fans. We are used to winning. And especially when a general manager like this comes in to a top-of-the-league payroll team. In baseball, if you're a big market, top-of-the-payroll team, you should be winning. You should not be in bottom of the A.L.Es behind a team like Baltimore, you have a big market. You can spend all you want. And I know our owners aren't great, and I don't know whose fault you know it all is. Like, I I'm not in the Red Sox front office. I don't know what's going on. But Boston fans are used to winning. And when a guy, a general manager who's not so traditional like Hein Bloom comes in, you know he wants to repair the farm system. Coming from Tampa Bay, that's how they won. And you know that's all right. I think if Red Sox fans saw that. You know, there was a shine of light or, you know, some hope or potential for next season. And we weren't winning right away. You know, we realized, hey, we're not going to make playoffs, but there's always next year. I'm ready. I'm positive that we'll be a better team for next year. We'll improve. I think Red Sox fans would understand that. Be like, you know what? This is a development year. This wasn't a development year. They brought in a guy like Trevor Story, simply a win-now move. Um... And, you know, we our pitching rotation is full of older guys. We don't have a ton of top prospects in this organization right now. Tristan Casas, I'd say, is one. You know, Meyer, I guess, but we selected him last year. He's not nowhere near ready. He's out of high school. He's a fresh young kid. So we're not expecting him in an attempt. So really, Tristan Casas, I guess Brian Bayo, maybe. He's been shaky. It's really the only things they get excited about. And that's not enough as Boston Red Sox fans to be happy with the the way they've been They've had a confusing trade deadline. They, you know, they, they did sacrifice a little bit of win now for their future, like the Vasquez trade. We got uh, Emmanuel Valdez promising prospect and William you But then you give a guy away like Jay Groom, our top one of our top pitching prospects, and you get some some farm talent back, and Eric Cosmer. It's it was a confusing trade deadline. it's been a confusing season for the Red Sox. Uh, They haven't been healthy. That's been a constant theme of the year, health. You know, at at least I think it will be helpful for next year to know. You know, a guy like Chris Sale, honestly, probably won't see uh, him in a Red Sox jersey ever again because, um, you know, the way he's been, you know, not really playing, I can't even say playing because he hasn't been on the field. He, He went into a just stupid dumb accent with the bike thing i mean i'm sure we all know it by now I, I was watching the yankees game when he came back we were so excited takes a ball right back up the middle to his arm but that he had a serious arm injury and he's going out and he's riding a bike doing dumb stuff like that we know now we probably will have to replace chris sale he's an older guy james paxton's never gotten healthy probably never will this season that was a waste of 10 million dollars. Um, Rich Hill, he hasn't stayed healthy. He's old. He's like 44 now even. And he hasn't been able to even play well when he's, when he's on. Um, there, and it's been a constant theme in the offense too. I will say that. It's good that we know now that we can replace some older guys and get some youth in here. But I think the Red Sox really towards the end of the season should start bringing up the younger talent like Tristan. Because we, we are a talented team. It's just If you can't stay healthy, that's one thing. If you don't want to stay healthy, it seems like that's another thing. Because, honestly, the way they've been treating the whole injury list this year has been very confusing to me. We haven't gotten a lot of injury news. and I don't know exactly what's going on behind the scenes. I could be wrong. But there's just been a lot of confusion from the fans to the front office to the players in the field. We haven't really paid a guy like Rafi Devers. The one thing that they did do this season that I did love was they paid Sander Bogarts recently, which is huge. Because I think he... Has all the potential in the world. He's a five-tool player to anchor a championship baseball team. Um, he's a shortstop, and now with you know some talent coming up in the minor league soon, you got a guy like Casas who can play third. Uh, Marcelo Meyer at short, heater down second and short. You know you have flexibility to move Bogarts. He's not great defensively, but you can move him to a position like second or third base, or even DH him. Um, but it, it was it was a confusing move because honestly. You know, at the trade deadline, as I talked about, I already talked but we didn't really give up a guy like JD Martinez, who I'd love, but it totally made sense for him to go and get some younger talent in there. Um, I don't understand why you trade the heart and soul of your team like Christian Vasquez, you guys have been here for so long. But you don't trade a guy like JD Martinez or Chris Sale or you know, it's confusing. But honestly, as I mentioned with the prospects, I'd start calling him up now. I think Casas is ready. Um, even a guy like Ryan Fitzgerald, a nice second baseman. Well, you know, Story's been hurt, having I mean, a confusing season. Um, you know, there's some guys at AAA that I really think would do better. I like the move. They did call up Franchi Cordero, who has been raking in AAA. And this is boom bust the end of the year for Franchi. Um, if he wants to, you know, make it make a name stay as a major leaguer, he really needs to perform towards the end of the season prove he's not just a career minor leaguer. But I like that move. It shows that they are bringing up that younger talent. Even a guy like Emmanuel Valdez and maybe make the jump up. Um, maybe you throw Devers, you know, at first or DH for a few games. Um, there's not a ton of talent right now in the farm system in the outfield, but maybe even, I, I said Ryan Fitzgerald, I mean, Ronaldo Hernandez, maybe he's a backup catcher. Um, I know they're considering that, and Ploiecki's been awful behind the plate. But, you know, we got to realize, I think, now that this team probably isn't making the postseason, and we've got to move past that and move on and get some of the younger talent up to the major leagues. I think you're looking ahead to next year if you're on bloom. It's tough for Red Sox fans to face because this team is so talented, but we haven't been able to stay healthy. We have talent in the minor leagues that I think we should really prepare for next year because if we look at this team, I'll simply look offensively for now because pitching, I think will honestly, I think it's going to be a lot of off-season free agent moves. I think we really need to rebuild the whole entire bullpen um, for sure, and most of the rotation, like I think Ivaldi, you should pay him, bring him back as a mainstay in the rotation. Michael Waka, and then there's not a whole other guy. I, th- I guess you probably a Brian Bayo towards the end of the rotation is probably a fifth starter. Um, and I, but I like Whitlock better in the bullpen. I like Hal better in the bullpen. Um, I don't want to see Rich Hill here next year. I don't want to see Cutter Crawford. Uh, in the rotation next year, he hasn't been good at all. Um, but I, you know they're giving guys a chance. So out of those three in the rotation, I think you're looking at all free agency. And same thing with the bullpen, rebuild the entire bullpen. In my opinion, there's not a lot of guys I want to stay. I want to stay besides like Garrett Whitlock, maybe. Um, so I think that's mostly free agency moves. If uh, you if you're, if you're off, looking offensively. That's where you can simplify things and have, you know, some talent in the minor leagues come up because that's where most of our prospects are offensively. Um, So I I think the catcher position, I think you're looking at a free agency acquisition um, or a trade or something like that. That's really the only position where I think you need to make a move, uh, you know, not from within, not promoting from within. Um, You know, I wouldn't mind Ploaki, McGuire, Hernandez as a backup catcher. I knew those guys are fine. But you need an everyday catcher that's more talented If you want to really make a push for the playoffs We're in the most competitive division I said it and I'll say it again Easily, easily, the most competitive division Most talented division in baseball And you need, need, need To, you know, fill out basically every position Except for maybe one As a defensive anchor Like, I I, I didn't like, I talked about it I didn't like the Jackie Bradley move Made no sense to me, but Whatever Um and then, moving on, we'll go around the diamond here. First base, I think you really got to determine. I think you're looking at three guys as a possibility. And I'd like to see all three be in the majors right now. Um, Bobby Dahlbeck, because you can move all these guys probably around, around the diamond, but you're looking at three guys. I think you're looking at Bobby Dahlbeck, Franchi Cordero, or Tristan Casas. Now, if Casas is not ready, I, I still would probably hang in well, and then you have Hosmer, too. Forget about Hosmer. So, you're looking at four guys competing for one position. Ideally, I think you want one of them. It's probably going to be Hosmer because of his contract. Uh, it's probably going to be Hosmer, and then you have a backup like Casas at first, who's going to you know play and be every day when he's ready. So, that's your answer first. Hosmer and Casas, preferably. Um, and then you keep probably Dahlbeck and Cordero if you want as bench guys who can kind of move around the diamond. Uh, your second baseman, unfortunately, I'm not a huge fan of him, but it, it has to be Trevor Story. It has to be. Um, it, you cannot trade that contract. He's going to be there. It's a huge contract. You can't trade him away. He's going to be there. But hopefully when he gets healthy, when this because inf- if this infield – is what I think it is. Because then, you know, shortstop and third base are easy. You have Devers and Bogarts. And if you want, you can maybe move a guy like Dahlbeck or Casas to third. And DH Rafi. Or, D- or move, you know, Story to short. And then you have options at second, DH Bogarts. If JD Martinez is in here next year. But you have options. That infield looks good to me. Hosmer, Story, Bogarts, Devers. Let's say it's that next season. That looks like a championship infield to me. Um, so then you're outfield Alex Verdugo is going to be here next season for sure And then then You have options I think in center field I've I liked what I've seen from Jaron Duran I think he has all the potential in the world But I don't think he's ready to be a starter There's been so many just bonehead Defensive miscues That he has failed to make So I think You maybe go one more season with Kike In center and then Duran behind him, you know, you switch off. That's okay to me. And then, that's that's okay to me, because then Kike is great defensively, Duran can be great defensively, and he's pretty good offensively. I think he'd be a perfect leadoff hitter um, if he can fix some of the bonehead defensive miscues, which hopefully will go away, but it's tough, because you can't teach those type of plays. Like, you can teach, like, tracking the ball, different ways, stuff like that. Sometimes he just gives up straight up, and I don't know what 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 it is. But, anyways, he is potential. I want him on the team next year, um, probably not as a starter. And right field, that's where you go out. That's where you make the big splash, and you can move maybe even Durant or Kike to right, make the big splash in center. You can move for Do go to right too, but he knows how to play the wall on the left, so I like him there. Um, but right, but one of the outfield spots, he had to make a big splash and sign somebody great. Because don't have a lot of talent in the minor leagues yet um I, I don't think Franchi is great defense in the outfield as much as I like that idea and Arroyo I like better as kind of a do it all bench guy or maybe even you know maybe swap him in the infield because all those guys are going to need rest in your season and Arroyo you can really plug and play everywhere he could honestly play every single game but just filling in for a different guy each night basically but I probably don't want him starting as much as I do like him um I th- and you're going to expect injuries. Arroyo is your guy. You're basically your sixth man, like basketball, off the bench and kind of be everywhere. Um, but that's where you make your big splash in the outfield to me. And pitching, as I mentioned, I would rebuild the whole rotation, whole bullpen. Um, well, I mean, not the whole rotation. I think you have three guys um, who I want to see next year. Waka, Eovaldi, and... and uh, Brian, Bayo. Other than that, I don't see a lot of promise. I well actually I forgot Nick Pavetta Nick Pavetta. Actually, I think uh, Yeah, should probably be in there um, But Bayo then okay, then you have four starters you add one more ideally I'd add two and then you have flexibility with Bayo because you can get them to uh, bullpen triple-a moving in six starter but the bullpen needs to be fixed. As I mentioned, that's how you fix the offense to me. I don't think you need to do a whole lot. Um, but the rotation, everything. And I would keep Alex Cora. It's been a debate as of late, but I would keep Alex Cora. I like his manager style. He's familiar with his team. There's not a lot of guys I'd love to hire either on the market right now. And he's led this team to a World Series title. And say what you want. To me, it seemed like it was a fair and square World Series victory. Um, But I I like Alex Cora I just think this year was a mess Personnel wise and everything You can't really put the blame on the coach People tend to do that, you can't Boston fans, yes we're spoiled We're used to winning, don't fire Alex Cora I like him sticking around Um, I I give Heimblum more time to Be patient It takes time to build what he wants to build Uh, As much as I sound off on him I do still somewhat believe in him I have hope Uh, What I don't have hope in is John Henry, the owner for the Boston Red Sox, who still does not like to spend. Uh, It's, you know, it's not your traditional ownership group, but I think they should. We're in Boston. We're a big market. They have money. They want to be conservative with it. They own Liverpool Soccer, too. I get it. But my advice for them is go out and spend some money in free agency. And that's how I'd rebuild this team Look forward to next year though For their Boston Red Sox I think they have a bright future ahead of them Um, And that's what I would do the rest of the season But focusing on next year I think they should be better And well equipped to win a World Series title Without having to do a ton of work So anyways That has been the episode of Car Talks I'm your host Chris Carr I hope to see you guys in the next one soon But for now, peace out